This the link up. This the link up. This the link up. Welcome to the link up. This the link up. This the link up. This the link up. Welcome to the link up. Yes, yes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Link Up Podcast with your host, Mr. King, and my co-host, Kana. Yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? Today, we have a very special guest on the, on the show, none other than Nelly Blaze. Yeah, what's if, up? If you'd like to greet the people, you know, how are you doing today? Man, I'm good. Thank huh. you, Mr. King. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward introduction. But just a little bit there, no? I mean, now just a little bit there. But anyway, long story. Sh- I mean, long story short. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are you doing, Nelly? What, what are you part? What are you doing? How long you been here? Like, give us a little thing of like, who's Nelly? Um, a little bit of your background. <laughs> well, for those I, who may not know, not not the rapper. Yeah. So basically, my real name is John and Nelly, okay. and I come from Saint Martin. Um, I've been here for four years now. I'm studying international leisure management. Mm-hmm. I'm also trying to uh, make films and TV shows. Currently, I'm working on the Student Late Show, trying to make that uh, a TV show based in Breda. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, what are about? Uh, the Student Late Show is about uh, a, a, a platform where students get a voice to express their voices, their opinions about society mm. and thought-provoking issues. Mm-mm, so I tried to copy the link up. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, yeah. That's what we're trying to do, you know. But no, how, how long? How long was this in development? How long have you been working on this? Or like the student late show. Um, the student late show came about around in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the idea when I was uh, in Breda. There's a lot of international students, and. Every time I talked to a student, they had something very good to say about a certain topic. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes someone would talk about environmental issues and I would be like, yo, you open my mind to that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a student uh, or just a person would talk about love or the situation that we're in right now in the Netherlands. And mm-hmm. I would be like, yo, I love that point of view. And then I catch myself in school one t- um, sitting down and I'm like, I want to listen to all these people that are talking about all these different topics, but how? So I decided I wanted to bring all these students together in one place, mm-hmm. talk to them, and hear their opinions. And I, I know I'm not the only one who wants to hear their point of view. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, other people will want to hear this too. So I, I, I was sitting down in school, writing down concepts and stuff like that. And at that time, I used to watch a lot of Chelsea Lately. Mm-hmm. And she's one of my favorite hosts uh, in... Um, late Night Talk Show. Yeah, in Late Night Talk Show. Why, why Chelsea? Because she's raw, she's honest, and, and, and I'm attracted not only to her looks, but to her, personal- <laughs> <laughs> to, her, to her personality and the way how she talks about different topics. She's funny, she's smart, mm. and I like the way how she articulates herself as well. So I listened to her so much and I got inspired. And, and I'm a guy that watch a lot of late night shows. I watch a lot of Conan. Um, and, and, I just, and I just love the concept. You know, you're sitting on a couch, you're interviewing someone, hmm. you're asking them questions. There's an audience, you know, there's the writing perspective of it. 
the aesthetics of the stage looking nice. And mm-hmm. then I was like, man, I want to bring this here right here to my school and see if it's going to happen. So I write the concept. I give it to my school. They give me interns and then made the okay. pilot. Okay. okay. <coughs> and the, the, the pilot, um, what, what exactly was like the, the kind of concept for the first pilot? Like what all did you, if you want to talk about the first episode, the first, well, the pilot then basically. Um, the pilot was basically, uh, it, it, it was, it was how to bring the idea that I had alive. And the concept was basically talking about, uh, student progression into, um, the working field. So we had students that actually started their own business. Mm -hmm. We had an 18 year old student, a Dutch boy who started his own media company. No, -hmm. I think he was 17. Mm. And uh, we had like a psycholo- psychologist from Rotterdam who works uh, in, um, in 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 a business and where she uh, assess the the um, the psyche of the employees if they have mm-hmm. problems or anything like that. And also Naomi from Saint Martin, she's a uh, she she's a student that's studying um, physical therapy as well. Mm-hmm. And she had I don't know if she's still doing it, but she had like a business that she's selling health products and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And also, Doctor Rum is you can say an independent artist. I would think. I, I think yeah, so. Uh, as far as yeah, I, know. I don't think he's signed to anybody. So I feel like you save the call. Consider him independent. And independent artists to me are entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. So definitely right about that. From that standpoint, if they're doing it right, then but yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> need, to, well, to, be, so, to be successful as, a, as an independent artist, you definitely need to have some entrepreneurial spirit because mm-hmm. it's like. There's very few rare cases where somebody hands you something you got to put in a lot of work and you really have that self-motivation and drive to go out there and do this on your own and like without necessarily having somebody, a boss to tell you and push you like that. So you definitely need to have some kind of entrepreneurial spirit or at least self-drive. Like, But I, but I wouldn't consider that to be like, you know, almost everything you do now. Um, because no matter what field you're going into, at some point in time, if especially if you're doing something on your own, is it's it's a bit, to, you know, you're going to have to encounter some kind of business um but aspect. I, of I it. personally feel like with music is a little different. Yes, you can go to music schools and stuff like that, but but for most people, for a lot of people that aren't able to go to music music schools, it's just literally kind of on the fly trying to figure this thing out put pieces together but that's even and more like, reason for you to be like that because you don't have you know the schools is what for the networking and give you the opportunities and stuff like yeah, that yeah but you, schools also give you that safe environment to practice like for example if you do a music study and stuff they put you in situations where like look you get used to performing in front of your classmates and stuff like that so that you already have some experience performing before you ever set foot on a real stage like to perform as part of your career quote unquote it's mm-hmm. like that's the same thing that school does for any any field you go into is like okay here practice here's a couple um scenarios that are similar to what a real life situation might be like when you're out actually out in the field and you get to practice in a safe environment where you could make mistakes you gave feedback you get correction whatever and then you improve and stuff it doesn't really matter how if you mess up in school but then it's like if you already established artists and you perform terribly and stuff like that it's a bad look you know that right. messes up the money or whatever. Yeah, but it's in like, even if you don't. Okay, that's the thing. So like, the school will give you the, the environment and give you the practice and stuff like that. So you don't think that even if the, not even if, but the people who didn't go to school, they have to have that entrepreneurship even more than that drive even more because they don't have that 
practice and because they don't have that, 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 that yeah but that's that. the whole thing of like usually entrepreneur if you don't go to school yeah you, you have the entrepreneur if you did make the decision not to go to school i think that's because you want to be an entrepreneur you want to do something that you feel school is necessarily equipping you adequately or whatever that you felt it necessary to make the decision to go a different route yeah but i was but that, that kind of brings my original point entrepreneurship is, is practically in everything because no matter you, that whole nah. drive to be an entrepreneur is the same drive you need to do anything else i i disagree because with entrepreneur it takes there's with most other things there's a, it takes away there's a safety net like just the fact that you have a boss or somebody that you can shift accountability to if you're working for a company if you like going through school and stuff like that like somebody's teaching you whereas if you just decide to you know, not go to school and stuff like that whatever happens is basically there's nobody to blame but you you have to take all accountability and responsibility for everything that happens you know in a company is like okay cool i was not the lead or whatever on this project i was just assistant or advisory counsel if something goes wrong you there's that opportunity whereas if you are entrepreneur and stuff like that there's nobody else to do that or at least if you start in the business then you might be the ceo founder whatever it is there's nobody to give that blame to you got to take all responsibility it's like bigger risk and there's also bigger reward if it goes well i mean like most of the companies that we look to and all people trying to get jobs out and stuff was started by people who took that risk and failed a couple of times and that's another thing too like if it doesn't go well usually you in there's a lot more risk involved in that situation with entrepreneurial versus if you go to school or if you get a job and stuff like that right it's true but i mean at the same point yeah reminds me of the dame dash interview from back in the day on the breakfast club and stuff he was talking about people who workers and there's bosses and stuff like that not everybody is necessarily a boss not everybody has that entrepreneurial spirit or wants to go that because it's a lot more risk. Thing, i think everybody have it just not a lot of people don't want it no they might they might say they want it but they actually there's risk and some, some, some people just prefer a place where it's like yo i could get a salary every i could count on a fixed income or that salary every month whereas in you know, entrepreneurial world it's like okay is the business doing good this month then yeah, yeah you 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 think it's good or if it's doing bad then all that affects your pocket directly yeah that's true that is it's like not everybody wants that situation we way after because we're supposed to be interviewing this young <laughs> gentleman right here and you know <clears throat> i was i was i was going to spin it a little bit better than that but it's, it's, it's all right so then <laughs> who okay so <clears throat> give me give me one of the topics are you would talk about on the show um we would talk about uh, let's say for instance love and health oh god what, what, what's, what's love what, got to do with it what's <laughs> the def- what's the it? definition of love uh do Hell you get <laughs> <laughs> That's that that's true. I by yeah. Because <clears throat> I started to believe love love is not a feeling anymore. Elaborate on that, please. Okay. So what I mean is not a feeling. Okay, cool. It is start it is start as a feeling and everything infatuation and all kind of stuff for like that. But if you trying to say that you going to stay with that one person is not just a feeling anymore. That's a commitment. That's a job now. Because you're not going to constantly love that person the same way or feel the same way 24-7 about that person. But if you're going to stick with them and you want that person in your life, you have to stick through that feeling and you have to check, stick through those days when you just want to say, yo, fuck you, I go in, I go in my way. Mm-hmm. You check? So it, feelings ain't goes, feelings not going to keep a relationship together. 
I understand what you're saying, but I disagree with certain parts of how you phrasing it. Like, I get the essence of what you're saying, and I mm. kind of agree that, yes, love is not just, like, a word. It's not just that initial feeling of infatuation type of thing. It needs to be a little more than that. I agree with that. But how you saying, like, um, I forget exactly what, what it was that you said, but I just feel like <laughs> <laughs> memory is terrible, you know? Memory is terrible. Girl. I'm a young old man. <laughs> but Marcy's a young old man. Well, well. Like, but then how, what what part you don't Oh, the part that I disagree with was that I feel like you can love somebody but still be upset with them and all those. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like those things are momentary emotions that, like, it doesn't completely encapsulate or replace the love or something like that. It's like okay. the love is there. You still could love this person. But I could be like, yo, I feel like ripping your head off metaphorically. No, not but, that, like, no but that's understandable. Okay, let me ask this question. Then. What's your longest relationship, Nelly? How, like yeah, yeah. What was your longest relationship? Probably the one that I'm in right now. If it's because I, I, whenever I'm in a relationship, I don't count. So I, you know, when you ask a boy how long you been in a relationship, no, but, but big man, you realize right now you have to remember these things. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, how, how you mean? How you, that okay, that's okay, like avoid see. argument one on one. You ask wait, wait, for wait, drama, man. That's basic rules in learning how to avoid <laughs> arguments. It's since. Uh, at, mm. at least a starting year. Almost eight months now. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Start eight months. Okay. So and that's my longest year. relationship with uh, uh, that I ever had with any girl. Eight months. Okay. Sure. And then you, Mister King, how, how was your longest? Longest. What was your longest relationship? A little bit over a year, like a year and a couple months and stuff. Okay. I don't know exactly, but yeah, maybe like a year and four months. Three, For three me, months, it's about so. a year and change as well. <laughs> We don't we don't know what it is to actually say that yeah we are gonna stick to it or fucking thing. It was a year, was a a year one year that that's not. You nothing. do know that we're young. <laughs> yeah, but what was okay? We 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 young subjective. Yeah, that depending on who you ask. I mean, I know too. some people that are like they've been together since they're like fifteen, going they and like they going strong and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. But my whole thing is just like at at one point down the line. It going to stop being just about feelings. Mm-hmm. It going to not. It going to not just be about that. Oh yeah, I I really like this person and things like that. Yeah, as soon as you got some bills to pay and there's <laughs> responsibilities and everything, it's like love don't pay the but, bills. But that's the thing. Love ain't enough for but, last. It, it ain't it ain't enough no but more. But what I think you're doing, you uh, you're not compar- you you're not compartmental compartmentalizing. Yes, compartmentalize. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you bundling all of it up into one. Love is separate from, say, for instance, when you're working to pay for the bills. Love is something totally different from being sad. Love is something totally different from being angry. When you're talking about love, and for me, is a soul connection between two human beings, and nothing else matters beyond that. It's an interesting topic for three guys in a room. Like, I, I was like, I was like the, first, the first topic we delve in deep into love and thing, the mysteries and the intricacies but, of love. But let's be real now. Mm-hmm. If fellas used to talk about this more, we would have a lot less problems. Yes, possibly. Yeah. 
No, no, there's no. Let's let's stop. Let's cut the bullshit. Not possibly, because I sure all of us in this room here has done some shit that if we had if we had been open about our feelings and had maybe older probably could have avoided some older answers. older um and more wiser some OG advice and 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 consolation we would we would avoid a lot of bullshit that happened probably yeah and I yeah, definitely yeah. one of those people yeah yeah so you're it's, not if, wrong you're not wrong it's just it's just that if man used to be more open about that and shit like that and talk about things like how we talking about it now mm. which is the reason for this podcast anyway this a lot of shit would have been a lot of shit would have been easier but in society especially in the caribbean they have this whole stigma of, yeah you talk about your feelings or, or, or you talk too much about what you feel or thing you, you're, you're either you're, you're soft, soft boom boom you're <laughs> a faggot i mean yeah you're a faggot because that's, that's the terminology that is used in the caribbean i don't mean to offend nobody but um you're just yeah, trying to give an accurate quote yeah we understand. that and and oh yeah um he's a pushover he's a pussy and this and that is is that yeah that's a common phrase don't be a bitch man up so it's like okay cool but then at the same time you want me to come express my feelings and stuff like that but pick 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 a so side so kind of are you a feminist is that what you're proclaiming now okay it sounds a little bit it sounds kind of like no as would a, you label no a- as a realist mm-hmm. i i call bullshit for what it is like okay, if, if, okay, if, if that was the case shit would have been cool but especially i can say it on the flip side too if women used to hold it down a little bit more <laughs> A lot of this shit wouldn't wouldn't be an an issue. Hold it down regarding what? By feelings. M- meaning what? Like like not everything got to be like yo. How you feeling? Like oh, I feel like this and I feel like that. <laughs> the same way how men don't have to be a dick all the time and just not not talk to the woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is 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 both ways, Jad. With, with with women, I don't think you can tell them to stop with the feelings because I think they no, made. No, you can't stop. You can't tell them to stop with the feeling. Mm-hmm. But even women, even women could agree. Let me ask, okay. Let me ask how it is then. Mm. Are you never had fr- female friends that tell you, yeah, they don't have other female friends? I've, I've, okay. I've, I've heard some of the statements before. Okay, and uh-huh. what is the reason they don't have female friends? Because they know and they agree that woman is drama. <laughs> and the woman is... Yo, women you, usually, know this. Usually it boils down they to something this, a lot. Men is drama as well. So you can't tell me why I say it is wrong. Men is, men is drama as well. It's true. Yeah, it's but true. generally speaking from the but female it's perspective, it's, it's always dangerous drama. when you're generalizing and making general statements saying like, okay, women are like mm-hmm. this, men are like this. It's always dangerous okay, when yeah, you're making that. Yeah. You always open... You automatically open yourself up any, to be wrong and somebody to be like, yo, I'm not like that. I blah, sorry, blah, if blah, anybody blah. have to feel offended about what we're talking about, no, that means you are that way and I mean you have to check yourself. <laughs> because if you feel uncomfortable with this conversation, I mean, you have something with you. But anyway, <laughs> that I don't know. That's just my thoughts of it. Because it could be both. Is like just like everything else. Life is. A, I find life is a balance. Yes. So they're going to have the good and they're going to have the bad. It's all how you choose to see it, how you choose to to visualize it, and that's that's your. I guess um, that's your, how to say it properly, but. See, this is why I got read more, you know. My vocabulary, my vocabulary gets in a little thing. Is, is, is your standpoint to a certain perspective? And only you could choose that. And there's, like, everybody got the same 24 hours. Hmm. But you, you choose how to spend yours. You choose what you're going to focus on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, yeah, that, again, that's just my two cents. That, is, that whole love thing is, 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 that's a dangerous topic on its own, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. Especially with just three boys and no women. But yo, again, like but I, I mean, said, if man used to talk about it more, 
a lot of shit would have been a lot easier. Either way, like, I mean, we, we can discuss it. It can be a potentially dangerous topic if we're trying to represent or speak on behalf of women and stuff yes. like that. I feel like, yeah, that's where we setting ourselves up for failure. I would agree with that. But yeah, I no, feel no, like no, we no. can still that, I don't, discuss, I don't we can still discuss a male perspective on love Ex- and stuff like ex- that. Exactly. We could still represent the male side of discussion or how we interpret situations and how we may feel about certain situations and all of that. But well, we might we not we might not be able to talk about the female perspective. We could we could say what we think we, we have, think the female is thinking or something like that. Okay, using well, the word think I, a lot. I would say I have enough female friends that I could give a general statement. Especially I just don't. Home. My thing is, I just don't like to make general statements. Cause like I said, whenever you say women are like this, no, blacks not- are like this, whites are like this, like. Whenever you make a blanket <laughs> statement of somebody is like this or some okay, group of people out, is like out, this. Table, table. Let's not act let's not pretend like some of them statements don't be true though. Black Listen, people like fried there chicken. There are there are many stereotypes that are rooted in truth. That okay, doesn't but, <laughs> that does rooted in that doesn't mean it holds true for everybody. That doesn't mean it's like okay, no, if you just but we're not but we're not talking about nobody specific either. We're talking about a general Listen, population. Everybody <laughs> like fried chicken. It's not specifically black people that like fried chicken. That's where the stereotype thing comes in it's like who do, who does not like fried chicken I'll look how I'll many like, styles in no, eight different cuisines have their own recipes and takes on fried chicken from asian chicken kitchen and stuff like that and popularizing it and making it known as a something it was not it's not only just to say it's white people pose on black people no black people just freaking do it too the colonel is a white man or a black man a white ma- but he's a white man that to, and who and who <laughs> exactly and who popularized it more not black people i'm just saying the maybe spokesperson the spokesperson maybe the colonel didn't find the recipe to that fried chicken maybe it was a black man he stole it I don't know, who and knows? that's why right. we have a All deeper the, connection to kentucky fried chicken because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pescatarian oh, but Okay, wait, wait. You gotta explain what I is. <laughs> only I, eat I, fish. <laughs> he o- what? Only eat fish. Yeah, you only eat fish. Not only eat well, fish. Well, fish but and bush. That's the type of yeah. meat. Vegetables, okay. um, and fish. The I don't eat chicken. Eat I don't eat uh, um, yeah. uh, meat. And no beef, no pork. No beef, no pork, fish. no lamb. But I try. I trying to cut out the whole pork thing now, but you know, it's, it's a little hard because bacon is life. No. <laughs> Like, uh, okay for you <laughs> bacon is like for like every now and then i might eat it eat bacon but i like when i do i just feel like i know i shouldn't be eating it mm-hmm. so it's like i just stop because it's been it's been a while since i eat bacon like i eat chicken but i don't know just pork if i'm broke i might end up eating pork if money a little tight the, the, the chicken breasts sometimes be a little bit you know i could mm. use that extra euro somewhere else i'd be like let me buy a little bit of the cheaper pork and stuff like that but generally speaking i eat chicken breasts recently i've been eating turkey got a little bit kind of the same but a slightly different taste similar texture kind of and yeah you know that, that i keep it simple Ground beef on occasion, but I was say ground beef and pasta last year a good couple of days. Right? Yeah, that yeah. on broke days that was coming too. But you know the preference is normally for chicken breast. That's like yeah, not that, that little up, upper class meat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's beginning of month meat. That's yeah, just man. where do or just drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I can't do that, boy. Are oh, you good? I I respect all you, man. Not fucking me. I like a steak, but boy, the the reason for that is because. uh I really don't know what's going on in the food, especially even though with fish as well. I don't. Uh, there's plastic in the water. There's a lot of talk about fish, yeah. mercury, water. mercury, and stuff like that. 
as well as like the levels of mercury as mercury in the water that's another thing that people talk about mm. that things that just come off like how polluted our oceans are becoming and stuff like that it's affecting the seeds like the ocean life and stuff like that as well in today's day you never know you don't know what to eat though. exactly like everything has an issue everything has Even an upside the vegetables. i feel like we just haven't necessarily figured out what's the downside of all the whether it's like i remember there was something about soy as well like too much soy has problems as well so if you mm. cut up meat and use the soy um the meat replacement the soy meat replacement thing too much of that could be bad for you as well I feel like the general rule to life about everything is just balance, balance and moderation. Yep. Both of them. <laughs> yep. It's that self. I don't have a problem with eating meat. I have a problem with eating industrialized meat. Mm. I want my meat to come from a place where I know that that farmer raised that meat without putting anything in it. Like right. I, I, I am not like que- a vegetarian. Question, question, my question to you then would be, how, how do you know of that? Because of the sticker on it that told, tells that, you that that farm was raised according to exactly. a fair trade thing. That's why I stopped eating because they can lie on the stickers. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, you know what? I don't know if they can inject soy, soya or vegetables with, with you know. Like, then you got the pesticide discussion if it's 100% biological and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Then you're, only, you're putting your faith in the... Um, the 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 what the regulatory agencies that's supposed to go and conduct the investigations on these farms or fisheries or wherever, mm-hmm. whatever it is to see if it's up to the standard to get this qualification and stuff like that. It's just putting your faith into these companies and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I'd like to believe that they're doing a good job. And I know that <clears throat> at least for certain industries and certain specific situations, I've seen that yeah, they do go do the investigations and the codes and stuff that they have for sustainable to be considered a sustainable farm or whatever and stuff like that or a biological product or a fair trade whatever it may be mm. like they make sense i get the whole concept of it but it's like i just saw an article recently i was saying about how the um the dutch population a lot of people shopping by the actions and the lidls and stuff like that and like there's the albertines and the more the stores that selling like the upper class products and thing mm-hmm. they've seen a lot less customers and stuff even though since we recovered from the economic crisis that we had a couple years back or whatever is like people broke <laughs> it seems as the people don't care necessarily the average consumer don't care about all of this biological certification i think if you go little now they start at least the one in amsterdam they're starting to get a little better and offer more <clears throat> healthier choices like the vegan products and stuff mm-hmm. like that you see they start to um offer some of those but for a long time they would just offer the basic thing if you if you wanted to get almond milk or coconut milk or rice milk and all of these type of variations of milk and stuff like that you would have to go to albertine but Lilo would just sell you milk <laughs> mm. but yeah you just got to deal with whatever they have sell. but it's but a lot of people shopping at those places still so yeah, it's showing it's like, che- like yo it's cheaper. people broke in the place like. yeah but i mean <clears throat> think about it if i mean if you have you, if you don't have the money you can't really choose to eat healthy these days yeah or like that, if you want if you you don't spend more money now um or you save money no, because yeah, if you buy like sugar for example um if you buy brown sugar rock cane sugar and, and you, you look at the difference of the version as just like regular rock cane sugar that's we don't care how it was produced and stuff versus mm-hmm. the fair trade one or the other thing is like a euro in price where the, sh- the regular sugar might be 50 cents this one is now like a euro a euro 50 or something is like yep. yeah well, i could get three of this other one for the same price i'm spending on this like why am i going to that, do i really care that much about the situation of like what going on 
now with that fireman, the price that he making wherever he lives for God's the, shit. Is the work wor- that he's doing. really worth it at the end of the day? Because while well, you can go, act, that, like, like I already said before, that extra euro doesn't add up at the end. Hmm. So it's like, well, is it really worth it to be eating that healthy? Well, for, for me... But I, yeah, I, yeah, back to the original <laughs> question. Like, either you just spend more money or you spend less money on food? Um, Right now, I'm budgeting because I'm like investing in, in my own films right now. Mm-hmm. However, with food, I'm eating less. I'm not eating as much as, as, as I used to. <laughs> Before, I used to have like a, a plate with rice, chicken, vegetables, and it used to be full. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a small plate like one of those plates where you would give a child mm-hmm. and I would have vegetables and rice and... They look um, like a white girl on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but like... But yeah, so basically I'm eating less mm-hmm. and when I eat less, I buy less. Okay, but then you just still feel... You still have energy? Of course. I, I'm in the gym almost every day. I'm losing a lot of weight. Yes, because I'm eating less. Mm-hmm. But... I feel that I'm getting stronger. Um, okay. And I, I, I feel strong as well. I mean, I think it's a myth, you know. They're telling you that you need to eat chicken, you need to eat meat for you to have a lot of energy and for you to, 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 to be not, productive. It's not meat. It's, however, it's, it's proven that you don't have to. However, I stop eating chicken and I stop eating meat. I feel somewhat the same or even better sometimes, yeah. you know. But was it was it a hard transition like the first couple of weeks, like the first month or so? How long have you, you been pescatarian? I tried it the first time I came out to St. Martin because I wanted to be a Rastafarian. <laughs> you wanted to be, so I guess that yeah. didn't really work out. It didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> well, like, what, 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 what was the... <laughs> it didn't work out. What, what, what stood in the way? What, what was the obstacle? Why is this guy over here laughing? <laughs> Trying to be being professional well, and conduct the interview. Well, um, the first time when I came here, I wanted to uh, try this Rastafarian lifestyle. Mm. But uh, I respected the culture so much that I didn't want to eat meat. and um, Because Rastafarians only eat, they don't eat meat. They mm. only eat like fish as a substitute to meat. Mm. Or they don't eat fish at all. They eat vegetables. So you snooped so, in 2.0. Yeah, so I was eating meat. And I was like, you felt it was saying, contradictory yeah, exactly. and stuff. So like that. I so didn't I want like, to disrespect you know the culture anymore. Let and me I wanted... not label myself that way, and then I'm still I, not living it I fully. I, like, I, I could respect, respect that. Yeah, I could respect that for real. I could respect that. It's still funny how you say it. Though. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't <laughs> work out. And <laughs> but, but I can respect that for sure. Like you, man, you, you mentioned you, you mentioned briefly that you um at least part of way unless you invest in your own films and mm-hmm. stuff like. Could you elaborate on a little bit on like what films specifically you have in mind or that you like to invest on, and what have you done in the past? Like, tell us a little bit of your film resume and stuff. <laughs> He's still laughing about yeah, that. That's a biopic. Just pretend. Just, just ignore that dude in the corner laughing. We gonna conduct, we gonna conduct the interview over here. Let let him laugh. Let him catch himself. Um, what what was the question again? <laughs> I was asking, you know, tell us a little bit about your film resume. Mm. Like, what, what have you done in the past? Oh, the and re- you said you're looking to invest in stuff like that yeah. in your own films. Like, what specifically are you investing in and what the future look like regarding you in films just in general? Um, Other than the student late show, of course. Yeah. So, the the first film I ever invested in was uh, I tried to do uh, a sports documentary in Spain mm-hmm. with a professional fighter in Spain. Um and 
I spend money on, on on that first one and I try to direct it in the image that I saw it fit mm-hmm. so I can present it to the audience um like uh like I was doing a MMA challenge. Mm-hmm. Um I spend a couple of 100 euros on that film. Mm-hmm. Uh I got two camera people to help me out mm-hmm. to 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 visualize everything. And yeah, so basically it didn't come out how I wanted it to come out like how I envisioned it mm. because that was my first time ever writing to to for for cameramen to see okay, I want um this angle. Yeah, I want this angle of the storyboarding of the shots exactly. and stuff. So mm. I didn't even understand how to do that. I didn't mm. even understand how to express that. Mm. So all of that was a challenge. However, it I have to shout out the cameramen who work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the guys from from uh, where, where is it? Uh, from France, I think they were from France. Mm-hmm. Where where where's mm-hmm. that location from France? And then after they're sharing the border, not with Spain and not with uh, Switzerland. Yeah, Brussels? Switzerland. Yeah. Okay. Then. Yeah, they're from Switzerland. One from Switzerland and one from France. They did an incredible job. And uh, yeah, I wanted more from it because I wanted the narration to be part of it, <clears throat> and I also wanted to do more at at that gym. However, I, I have to be satisfied with what I did because that's the knowledge that I had. Mm-hmm. But Now, I mean, like you say, it's your first time; you can only mm-hmm. go from there. But like, what what happened to the the video? Like you, what what you had to do with it? I put it on Facebook. It got like three thousand five hundred views. And it's not in bad numbers at all, especially for something your first time doing something. Yeah, bad at all. And I put it on YouTube as well, but on YouTube I get no views at all. I get like maybe a hundred or fifty views from hmm. from video to video. It variates depending okay. on how good the content is or how how many people <coughs> see it. And hmm. and that's including the late night talk show. Um, the late night talk show also on Facebook got like three thousand five hundred views. The first the first Pilot. episode. Hmm. Not the pilot. The pilot oh, got okay, like three okay. hundred and something views. Uh-huh. So, so, so th- this episode of the link up supposed to have a lot of views. Then that's because I, you I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> bringing in, so. bringing in your whole fan base yeah, and yeah, things yeah, to come yeah, listen to the Nelly story. You know, that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> I hope so, but only on Facebook I get the audience to watch mm. the the content because maybe because um uh I I I I played around with the marketing with uh, Facebook. It's easier. Yeah. It it, it basically it, I, what I think easier. it just comes down to less steps for the consumer. Consumers yes. lazy. The easy. It makes it more likely for them to click it. The mm-hmm. less steps that they have to do is if it's on YouTube, it's like I gotta click YouTube and it has to open in a whole other window and stuff. Mm-hmm. If it's on Facebook, I'm already scrolling down my timeline. Mm-hmm. It's already right there. Yes. It plays automatically. It makes it a little more li- likely that you'll see what's going on once you see some movement and stuff. And then, <clears throat> yeah. But, I mean, not not to kind of knock your video as well, but like Facebook in particular has a kind of like inflated views. Oftentimes, not to say like that many people didn't watch your videos, but the way that they count views is like mm-hmm. a little different than the way YouTube counts views and stuff. Like, I think how long somebody actually watches videos, like they just count it if you just touch it or like really they did like their system for counting views different. I don't know the specifics of it exactly, but I just yeah, know I that their know system that. for views yeah. is counting. That's I why like that, oftentimes yeah. you see like Facebook videos have like a ridiculous amount. The ones that go viral from like really well-known content creators or whatever is like they have a ridiculous amount of views, but so it's also like a, a lot of inflated views to some degree. It's not to say that they're fake or whatever. They mm. just count the views differently. So YouTube so is you more precise. <clears throat> you would say. I would say so, yeah. But you you also have the same thing of people buying views and stuff like that on YouTube mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. There's yeah. many different sites and things to sell <coughs> views on Instagram. Yeah. So you never, you never yeah. really know. 
there's always potential for that but um you was basically talking about your filmography and you know Mm -hmm. telling us some of the projects you worked on and aside from the spanish um mma fighter it was yeah yeah. what was the next project after that the next project after that was uh um well currently right now what i'm doing because i came from spain last year um and i'm working on the hip-hop documentary right now Mm -hmm. so that's that's what i'm that's what I want to give to the to the world, but this one is gonna be much more professional. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So so hip hop documentary. What 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 are gonna be about? Uh, hip hop documentary. No shit, Sherlock. No shit, Sherlock. But specifically, you like, asked the question. How many hip hop documentaries have you all seen? So what was going to be like? What what image are you trying what to portray in, in hip hop? Um. Dickhead. <laughs> um what I'm trying to portray is basically me as a, a Caribbean student. I want to indulge myself into the culture of hip-hop. I want to understand how it started. I want to know who the, the main artists are and how it's influenced in the Netherlands. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, you know Noisy? Yeah, the, the media outlet. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did a hip-hop documentary in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And they had this uh, journalist by the name of Ned. Mm-hmm. This white guy, glasses, he looks, you know, a little geeky, dorky. Mm-hmm. And he went to the neighborhoods of uh, like uh, Gucci Man, Young Dolph, and he interviewed them. And um, they took him under his wing and they told him about the culture. Mm-hmm. So I want a similar process of that, but with me here in the Netherlands. So I want to go under their wing and I want them to teach me the lingo, the slang, um, and basically what sets Dutch hip hop aside from, from all other hip hop. Okay, okay, so you 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 want me to chilling with man like SB and K and yes. I, wait, wait, I, I just mix up two SBMK, yeah. SFB. I yeah, just, I just mix up no, two no, groups no, there, no. right? Yeah, there's SBMK. Yeah. Oh, I know. I said correct. Okay, mm-hmm, cool. yeah, mm-hmm. we all know me and Dutch in, in France, but um. <laughs> Okay, so you can be chilling with these man, Ronnie Flex. Well, you would call it, you consider Ronnie Flex a, a hip hop artist? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's like a I Drake. don't listen to his music that much, but I know he's yeah, in he's, the hip hop scene. Yeah, yeah. He's typically yeah. he's yeah, typically okay. portrayed yeah, okay. as a hip hop act and stuff like that. But okay, I'm well, not too I, deep. I want to. <laughs> 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 you say that? Okay, okay, but I mean, you must know at least somebody that got co- that got connections, or at least one of them from. Um, equals to to Ronnie Flex. So, I mean, you must know somebody that maybe like got cousin I know him or like got friends that'd be around them. One of them. Cause I mean, who who are big in Dutch in Dutch hip hop now? I'm Is, I'm not the appropriate person to ask because wait, like wait, wait, I am very. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I'm not. I, I personally I'm not too deep into the Dutch hip hop scene myself. I listen to um very particular like a few artists that I somehow they managed to come across my radar and I became aware of them, but. There's not that many people. Like the only people I've been listening to recently that I could say, like, yeah, you know, I think they're dope, and that's even like a kind of conditional dope thing because it's like is Mullah Bay, Louis Voss, them dudes from Willow West. I feel like them man is like to me they kind of like Dutch two chains or like a Dutch flocker. Mm. I would say like a combination of the two because like it's very trap music. So like you know you and you're not expecting no lyricism. Not- <clears throat> Yeah, but it's still surprisingly got some. They got like some witty lines, and they have a few witty punchlines here and there. 
But from Mulabay specifically, the one I I like more, he's like he brings a lot more of the energy. Like he got some songs that are just ridiculous. The ad libs. Yeah, I, I think you let me like, see a couple a couple of videos from these. The ad libs and stuff that this man have like this only like Migos kind of like the energy and stuff that they bring with the ad libs is not that lyrically deep, but the beats dope. It's like trap beats and stuff, and then it's like yeah, energy. But yeah, but is is that? I mean, I I don't know about the the. Dutch trap music up here, but like from the what at least they play in the clubs and was like popular hip hop mm-hmm. is is you got SBMK like we had said before equals um uh Frena Fren- yeah. Fren- Frena he's good yeah, he's how, good how, how, you, how you pronounce that Frena okay da mm. and then who else they got he, they he got, got a beef with Mula Bay. <laughs> But, is it real? And then um Yeah, I don't know if it's like real how how real it is. That, I know there's an industry group, beef and thing, they got a couple of diss tracks to each other and that other group okay. that always fight in. Um Brutal Lifter? Yes. <laughs> they they, <laughs> they they're the hottest to me. They they are yo, they always wore it. They they're transcending hip hop in the Netherlands. They to and me. um they and um SL SBNK, I think they got beef. Is one of them big groups like every time they see each other is war like by Kwaku, <laughs> like real fighting what? or really big man by Kwaku, it was a big thing and of course later on to fight hero is something with these man come to hear us another story these man fighting airport and all that kind of thing ready yeah yeah yo it's ridiculous it's Damn. ridiculous it seems like it's an on-site type something but that, that could hmm. just be rumors again mm. i ain't dutch I, I don't You're know. You're not these. deep in the Dutch. Nah, either. no, no. This, this is just stories I hear from other Dutch people. Ah, but, okay. But it's it seemed to be like a known something. But anyway, is these man them? They got a group there called Equals. Uh, they got they got some big tunes. And then I know if you hear about Amarty from Amsterdam, apart no, not from Amsterdam, but he lived in Amsterdam, but he from Africa. I don't know. I was gonna say a country, but I don't know exactly where. But he's from some part of Africa. This man got some dope music, dog. Um, I heard about Amarty from um Sen. from Gilda. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it Sent or Gilda? But I, I, I sorry, I don't call him Sent. But people who just Gilda, no, 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 yeah, no, no. It's officially Gilda. That, that's the one that he officially goes <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now. I believe. But so. I, I, I don't call him that. That's but that's just me. Yeah, okay. but I, I see him introduced him because he performed at the Encore Festival. Mm-hmm. And he introduced him there, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where together. yeah that's that's where I first heard about Gilda him. Been oh, prom- yeah. Gil Gilda been promoting Amarte Hard and stuff like. Ah, don't I mean, he recently was telling me about the EP release party that Amarte had, and he was telling me like I should check out his new EP. I haven't gotten around to it as yet, but I'm going to do it eventually. But, but yeah, me too. <clears throat> and I ain't really don't want to to just download music like that. But this man, a couple tunes this man got. Especially one with that one with Gilla that's supposed to be coming. Now nah, I got me calling man Gilla. <laughs> I don't want with Gilla that's supposed to be coming out mm. soon. Hopefully, they might drop that. Yo, that's a bad tune. That's a big. That's a good sound. Them man, them goddamn. But just I guess they waiting for it to finish and all. I mean, whatever process are you man to be doing? Because I, I ain't know nothing about that life. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of stuff that goes into it. But I feel like we got off track yet again. You know, he <laughs> was telling me, he was telling me, he was talking, like, discussing the Dutch hip hop that yeah. documentary. Like, mm-hmm. um, I guess, like, in what stage of development are you? Are you like, what what part of the process are you in? Like, yeah. still trying to reach out to people. How exactly are you going about this? Tell us a little bit about the whole. I honestly, um, I just had a meeting yesterday with my two producers. 
and I don't know how much information I can disclose like with you guys. So Understandable. I'm yeah. So I'm going to try to to disclose information that I think the producers <laughs> want. <laughs> man, don't, don't put yourself in trouble now. Listen, if you're not sure, if you haven't gotten the okay. We might be able we to slide out of the, the, the radar. We, we're not big yet. I don't know how many people listening, you know, yeah. so maybe he <laughs> might not reach the ears of that person, you know. I mean, then again, if your video's getting like 300 or something, then I mean, Yeah, because you, you're a celebrity and yeah, then bringing know. up our platform, we, hopefully. We, we, we're trying to do this thing. Well, but, um, from what you know, say, from what you know, say. that is confirmed that you have the okay to speak about, like. So basically, um, since this is going to happen, I know I can talk about it. We're going to professionalize the whole, uh, the whole concept again. So we're starting off from ground zero now, and we're. So this is the process what we're in right now. And we want to we want to cater to the Dutch audience because we're doing this Dutch hip hop documentary. And first, we were contemplating should it be strictly in English or should mm. it strictly be in Dutch. So that was the main issue. It well, okay. Well, what was your decision? So now the decision is is that we're going to cater to the Dutch audience since we're in a Dutch market. We're in the Netherlands. We're gonna have the documentary in Dutch. However, we're gonna have English subtitles. Hmm. Understandable. So what? So just just off the top of your head, why why not do it exactly how the Dutch hip hop is and a mixture of Dutch and English? Um, we're going to experiment when we when when we start shooting because we're gonna start okay. shooting very very soon. Um, but. Strictly, we're gonna we we're gonna start it off uh, as me um, coming into the culture. I'm actually not good in speaking Dutch, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm gonna uh, first introduce. I'm you know I'm Nelly Blaze. I come from Saint Martin. I want to understand the Dutch hip hop. Mm-hmm. However, my Dutch is not. I'm gonna do all of this in Dutch. Provide However, a little context and yeah. stuff so people understand the angle and where you exactly. coming from. Okay, but then your producers now where they from? My producers are from Holland. Okay. Like but from Holland as in like the Dutch Dutch or like Yeah, yeah, like okay. Dutch as in white. Dutch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not Dutch as in black or Okay, so mm. okay, that was good. Because if I was gonna say if you got those Dutch people and you try to cater to the Dutch culture and Dutch hip hop, that would make no kind of sense. Mm. But you're, you're you're going good already. But that was good, man. That's thing to hear. So when when are you don't have like a, a release date or a deadline are you looking for or something like that? Or you just as it um, goes well, we have a plan. We have a structure. Um, the release, the release date is not uh, is not there yet. Uh, That's understandable. Because you may like to actually produce the thing first mm-hmm. before you start looking exactly. at okay when it's going to come out. Like mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, and all of this takes time. You know, films usually documentaries take about from you can take six months to two years or even more. You can't yeah. really rush films. So, sorry. So basically, we don't have a, 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 a end date yet. However, we're going to start in 2018. Uh, 2017, we're going to put out the, 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 the trailers. We already put, put out a trailer already. However, we're going to revamp everything. We go, we're going to come out new. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just, we, we just want to show the, the Dutch market, also the international market, that we really invest in, in making this a really professional product. And... We're taking our time with making this. 
and we're going to investigate the culture, we're going to investigate the people, and we're going to make sure that we tell a, a, a exciting story and give you guys an experience when you watch it. Okay. Um, do you, since you say you're going to kind of be going over the whole idea and pr- like making it more professional, taking it up a notch, like mm. um, is the main angle and this kind of storyline still the same Well, I guess you can already answer that to some degree. I mean, talking about it's being an example of you being from St. Martin and going into the Dutch culture. But I mean, mm-hmm. is it still kind of following the example of the noisy piece that you saw from Atlanta? Is like that still kind of the basic idea to be like that kind of thing? Well, first, that was the initial idea that we had for for this first year that we, what what we were trying to do was okay we're going to follow noisy and we're going to make sure that this is the dutch version of noisy mm-hmm. so that was the, the inspiration however it took a whole new story into you know what we're not american we're not noisy this is uh That's good yeah That's good <laughs> this is this is a product of a guy who come from st martin this is his story and this is a dutch team and we're going to put Dutch flavor into it. We're going to put Caribbean flavor into it. I hope it's Caribbean flavor. You're putting not Dutch. <laughs> We're going to put Dutch flavor into it. We're going to put much. Caribbean flavor into it. And we're going to mesh those two. Mm-hmm. And then after we're going to give the, the audience a product that uh, that can show that, yeah, like... Combination of yeah, best of both worlds. Yeah, combination of best of both worlds. Exactly. <clears throat> that's cool, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. all good. But I, I ain't going to lie, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more interested to hear about the late night talk show. When how how often are you to be doing, like how how often you be doing the show itself? Um, the late night talk show. Well, I was gonna continue doing the late night talk show uh, this year, like every other week, together with USC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. However, that collaboration did not work out, so I have to reformulate what I'm going to do again mm-hmm. with the with the late night talk show. Mm. So this year basically it's uh it's not going on anymore. Okay. I tried to make some videos on my own and see how that would work out. However, um I was not too proud of the entire process. So basically right now what I'm doing is I'm looking for a new team and I want it to be like the same thing like how my school provided me with interns that they give me cameramen, they give me a sound guy, they give me a light guy. And I had writers. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's what I want to do for next year. I want to start looking for the team from now on. I already start the process. I'm going through meetings and stuff like that with different uh, stakeholders. And by the end of this year, hopefully I can have a team. And then next year, I'm going to relaunch it into something that's like strictly professional. And if it's not professional, then I'm not doing it. How for you? High standard. Mm. That, that was good. I was supposed to be. Um, you do you have like a end goal for the student lead show? Like a vision that you would like to see in maybe two years, three show. years? Mm. Like, yeah. yeah, like what, what would be the what would be the end goal basically? <laughs> <laughs> um, the end goal for the late night talk show are two two goals. I have a social goal and I have a personal goal. Mm-hmm. My personal goal is to grow as a show host and a content uh, creator. Uh, creator. Um, I want to, I want to basically show the world or show companies that I have the capability of hosting my own show. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. have the capability of making shows as well, writing content and producing. And I would like to get picked up by a local television program here in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. in Breda or in Tilburg or even Amsterdam. It doesn't matter really to me. If not, then hopefully somewhere in America or in London where there's more people who speak English, they can see my talent and hopefully I can be a journalist there in one of their companies or a host. Mm. And the social goal is to bring um, awareness about social issues, thought-provoking issues. And also I want to give students a platform and I want to link different people from all over the world to see that we're different. However, we're similar at the same time. So this, you gonna you gonna this is for mainly for students type something. Yes, you're going to stop it when you graduate, or you gonna continue doing this as well. So this this is the dilemma I have right now. I don't know what I'm going to do when I finish graduate. Mm, so because this, this could be something you could work on in the meantime. Yeah. So I have no idea what I'm going to do when I finish graduate. However, this is my baby and it's my concept. Mm -hmm. And I want to build my business off of these uh, shows. Um, Just like Issa Rae. Issa Rae had her own... um, YouTube stuff with the awkward black girl and then eventually developed into insecure exactly yeah but you see that's why you you shouldn't you shouldn't focus I don't think you should focus too much on actually getting picked up more but just getting your stuff there like producing the best content your your professionalism and stuff like that getting that 100% so whenever Mm -hmm. you do whenever that does happen you're gonna be like alright cool I gotta check this I gotta check nah you already know what it is you're on and just gotta keep on going so just focus on. I would even Perfecting say, but I don't even. Your craft. Yeah, but Perfect don't, your craft. I was, yeah. don't even worry about getting picked up on. When on the Dutch opportunity TV, presents it might, itself, you might get even something even bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Right? So just focus, especially with the, how the internet is these days. Yeah, we more interconnected than ever. I mean, exactly. Netflix are just true. So Netflix turned around a lot of money, picking up a lot of shows and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. You never know what could happen. Like, I mean. You I, got you gotta have your, you gotta set your realistic goals and your milestones mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I mean, at the same time, you can't be afraid to think big. I know I myself don't always do it, kind of like with this show and stuff. <laughs> I I'm not necessarily. This might sound negative, but like I'm hoping for the best. But I just have like realistically kind of low expectations so that that way I'm not disappointed if mm-hmm. I see like okay this particular episode maybe didn't get as much views as the last one like that's part of the process like hope, some hope things gonna be better some gonna be worse like yeah yep. I mean that's about all you could do but it's the same thing but I mean at the same time the the, the link up is supposed to be the same thing the student later similar concept yeah just, similar concept just more Caribbean based yeah, itself, itself international. So it's like I, it's the same with the thing accent with us. I can hear it as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, gotta leave the mark. You cater into more Caribbean students than international students. But yeah, because you know, with us, with us, we more want to be like, all right, yo, everybody else seems to got platforms for something. The Americans mm. big on YouTube. Everybody else doing something. I ain't seen. We didn't necessarily see anybody from the Caribbean doing something like this. Especially now that podcasts getting to be a little bit more. Mainstream and yeah, mainstream. I want to say more mainstream, well more, more popular because yeah. a lot of people just say like, "What the hell is a?" When I say, "Yeah, mm. I do a podcast," like, "What the fuck is a podcast?" And then I have to ex- practically say, "Yeah, long story short, is a talk show yeah. with no cameras." <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's that, radio, but not on the radio. Yeah, so mm. it's like it's that, and as we we trying to put 
like students like you or, or Caribbean people like you who doing something out of the ordinary other than just going to school and doing work and give them a platform to talk about what they're doing, mm-hmm. big up themselves and get other people more involved. You never know because of this link up from somewhere else, you might get something, somebody up like, what? This is what Nelly doing. I so and so and so and get something from there. And vice versa. You might put out the video, advertise it, but yeah, this you know, I was on a link up and other people were like, what? Somebody else doing something like that and that's how we get more viewers. Yo, that's what I plan to do. <laughs> yo, that, yo, Cross promotion is, is what it's called. Cross promotion is a lot easier than doing this thing separate. Jack. No, but That's honestly, thing I, it's just like my biggest thing is just like yo. If you win, I feel like we all winning. It's, a, it's a simple thing. It. Whatever those you break down, that help that makes it easy for me. It gives people. It sets precedent. It gives people the ability to be like, look, Nelly broke through and he was successful. There might be some why. other talented mm-hmm. people over there in Siman doing some dope shit. Exactly. Let's go see what happened over there. Like, exactly, and that's dude. why I support all my friends with what they're doing because the harder they work and the more successful they are, the less I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> Two, two I mean, no man, but bluntly, but yeah, Nelly, what? Two things that I wanted to approach is what Kana just said, mm-hmm. um, with working on my craft and perfecting it and keep on doing it and not worrying about getting picked up by by local mm-hmm. uh, or anything. I might get picked up, quote big dogs, exactly. Yeah. Um, basically, that's what I'm I'm doing right now. I'm trying to 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 push myself to make the best content that I can make. And I'm trying to leave the market, rate it or 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 experience it and, and see if it's worthy of me continuing doing these kinds of things. So that's what, what I'm basically trying to do right now. And yeah, I'm gonna keep on working on it. And the second thing that you that 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 you brought up is that working together. All of us need to work together, especially as yeah. Caribbean people push each other. However, I don't see us doing that, that much. The, the the only rare rare thing that I see is you guys. You guys come together and make this podcast right. and stuff like that. And I kind of jealous because I want to do this with my friends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you got like, a time, you can always come through. We have some discussions, you yeah. know? Like, I know it's a little travel and stuff like that. So that may be a little inconvenience to do well, it from, you know, too often. But you can I just mean, leave us know when you got time, you come to be out. We trying to do this so far. Our schedule permits is mostly on Fridays. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed like we, we've been doing this thing, you know, consistently, you know, yeah, at least for the past couple of weeks, every, hey, every I'm proud Friday. I'm for that, though, you know? I'm proud of us for this. We, we, this we finally episode, find a day yeah. to record, you know, consistent recording date. You know, it's not necessarily always uploaded because sometimes, you know, life gets in the way and people get yeah, a little I mean, busy and but uploading reco- takes some time. At least it's recorded. Yeah. At least it's recorded. Yeah, no, the hard part is done. I like but, the commitment and I like the fact that you guys... I was just going to say, yo, 11 episodes in and we only yeah. fuck up once? That's good, Jed. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, yeah. No, the one week we missed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True, and, true. And, and and that I have to take responsibility for that because half of that is my fault Why? because it's like work and scheduling mm. and not it, it was a it was a bad week it was a yeah bad week, it, it, it was a tense week but because mm. and yeah <clears throat> so it was only that but apart from that we've been going straight I mean the view has been up and down mm. but. I think the most views we have is like 77. So I far, have, last time I checked, I don't even know. And I was, oh, no, I had to check. I really don't like to try to get too caught up in checking views and stuff yeah, like that. See. Because like to me, it, it, it's... I got a little bit of an ego. And I like to see, <laughs> I, at least with that concern, and I, I, I want to see the growth. Just to Listen. see, just to compare. I, I guess you could say I'm more looking for the content. So I'd be like, all right, cool. It's for some reason the episode with me and Gary t- just here by myself without any um somebody to interview. If that gets a good bit of views, I'm gonna be like, all right, cool. So what the hell we talk about there? That someone mm. people is interested on. True, and true, then, true. You know, I judge from that, but then 
Yeah. Like the, the way I see it, I, I expect every interview to get a little bit more views than the ones when it's just me and you because there's yeah. more people involved. I may bring some people, people like like into your personality, mm-hmm. people into your personalities, like the combination of all three of the personalities together may bring in the more people versus when it's only two people to potentially pull in people. So to me I expect everyone with a guest to have a little more than just the ones with two of us. Mm-hmm. But I can't engage the ones with two of us more as they grow because I feel like that's the consistent element of the show. Yeah. Me and you, like that's the basis of the show. Yeah, like yeah, the guests true. will change, the guests will vary, so those will always go up and up down and, and yeah, stuff yeah. that we can't necessarily control. That that's based on whatever guests it is, their fan it's base and up. stuff, whatever they may bring in. But I mean, that and I guess you could say the subscribers. Because we, yeah, went, we went yeah. up like two, two or three last week. <laughs> I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> But just like everybody, everybody that been listening and telling us like you know it's a good something. I even get like some of my friends from Canada. They got one of my homeboys. Shout out Michael. <laughs> um, he been telling me yeah he like what we doing and stuff like that. So it's just it's just a continue. We just have to keep it up. Yeah, and long yeah. story short, just keep on keep doing up what- good content. We gotta keep producing content, good yes. content. I mean that's and the biggest we, we thing. Some, Establish we, a brand and let people know that okay you know there is good content that'll be we got some things that, we got some things in the work and in, in discussion to start up maybe we might implement in, so, the, in, 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 in next couple months maybe not if not for sure something new so for 2018 yes yeah, yeah, still got some ideas that need to be refined a yeah, little bit yeah yeah but, yeah and then and then you know might add might add a few things here and there but how i want to see it is is definitely going to be growth by but just once we continue and once we live close to each other, <laughs> because <laughs> that's another something. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But Nelly, is there anything? Because, I mean, like, we was going through f- filmography. We got mm. kind of distracted. But, like, <laughs> I mean, so we basically got, like, the two films that you talked yes. about. The um, Spanish MMA fighter yes. one. And then we got the Dutch hip-hop documentary. Yes. We got the student late show. Is yes. there anything? I know I saw a couple of videos here and there. Like, mm. the, I remember there was one that we were doing with, like, yoga and stuff like yeah. that. That I saw back in the day. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember exactly when it was, but we we we've been doing this for a while, right? Mm. This episode, but um, next time Nelly come through, I, I got some topics there mm. because that whole Rumpelier situation, Nelly got to explain himself properly. What? Yeah, Rumper. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. But we okay, gonna okay. save that. We gonna save that for next time. Really, dog? Really? Yeah, no, dog. You want to have a discussion on that? Like, it, it. I thought that fuck was dead. Let it die, dog. I ain't heard nothing about it in quite some time. Let it die. Yo, no, that's that's fashion. That's the place no, that's we have to leave it. Dog. That's fashion. That's we have to leave that's it. That's fashion. And it's not a romper. It's a jumper suit. Okay, then. it's a jumper. Okay, suit. Then. the man just defined it. It's that, a jumper suit. What's the difference? Okay, all right. I rest my case. I rest my case. Shit. Okay, but um, <laughs> anything yeah. else you want to plug? Um, yeah, because that was basically where I was leading yeah. up to in my question. Like, you know what? What else is there under under Nelly resume that we will potentially be missing? Are like interesting projects that we missed or didn't cover? Um, yeah. Well, basically, I'm doing a lot of writing. I have some stuff that will be coming out in 2018 that's going to be real official, but it's going to mm. be independent. Mm. Um, but basically, I can done say it already. I'm I'm writing on working on some theater plays and stuff like that, so mm. I can get interesting. Yeah, so I can get uh, my directing and my writing out into the Dutch market already. Okay. And I'm working on some comics that 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 I already have an illustrator and a colorist with, and we're like one group. 
and oh, we already hmm. have the 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 prototype of the comic already out. Only us three can see it, of course. The colorist, the the, the, okay, okay. the illustrator, and the writer, okay, which okay. is me. That's it. Okay. Yeah, we have, big moves. Have storyline. Yeah. So it's like the is the everything, first things complete every, already. Everything from, done. Everything done. The what, only like the thing, first chapter or like a whole mm, like yeah, we're gonna be like an episode. Or gonna be like no, a, no, like it's a, gonna be a full comic book okay. with 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 with. With the story, with so everything, like superhero, characters. like it's a superhero yes. type something. Yeah, oh, yeah. Caribbean superhero. I, I don't want to say what it is. Okay, I can't. okay, true that, true that. I was trying to get a little bit more mm, out to you, okay, but you're, you're but, good, you're um, good. From the, the prototype that you all have already, like, but what is it though? Like, or just the first chapter, or is like it's everything? So it's uh, is the it first, the entire story of this thing, not, or is it not like the, more that's gonna come after? Yeah, or, like, yeah, yeah. So it's basically I don't know how much time I have left with you guys here, but. Don't worry about that. Yeah. T- 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 l- 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 this, is a, this is interesting. T- yeah. Let the people know what it is. So so basically, uh, without telling you what the story is, mm. we already have the entire one page until the seven page. And mm. uh, we have all the character, the storyline, and everything is outlined already. However, this is just the pitch for um, to start off with to get people excited about what we're doing. Okay, okay. And what, what you're releasing it online, you're selling it. Or what yeah. platform? So we have this. We went to a, uh, some comic cons. We asked questions. We did some research and stuff like that. We have we have a pretty versatile team because I'm from Saint Martin. One is from Indonesia, and the other one is from Mexico. And okay. um, global global yeah, interconnectedness, yeah. like so, perfect example. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna try to release it um, in uh, America in a production, uh, not in a production, in a how do you call it? A distribution um, company. Company. Uh, we're gonna try that out and see if we can um, how do you call it? Submit it to them and see if it's gonna get accepted. Mm-hmm. We're gonna also distribute it ourselves, invest in it, and mm-hmm. and and get distribute it, it. We're gonna. Try to see if we can put it on Facebook, but only the the premise of the story. And if it gets big, we're gonna put it online so people can see just that. But that's that's what we're trying to do. But okay. next year we're gonna publish publish it, and we're gonna have it out in the market. Okay, okay. Yeah. What I mean, I mean, you'll come back on next year, leave us know how it's going mm, and yeah, things like that because like that's definitely something interesting. As as all of these projects, whichever one it is, is there if there's ever a moment that you feel like you know you want to do some press and speak on some of the projects? <laughs> press. I mean, that that that's what it essentially is. If mm-hmm. you have something, a press releases, like if you want to make an announcement to people, and if you want a platform or whatever, we could speak on it. That is more than just like text or whatever that from a Facebook post or something like that. A long forums place where people can listen to you actually speak about mm-hmm. the idea and whatever. And feel free to come true. Hopefully, our audience <clears throat> grow a bit by then. Yeah, and hopefully, I can come with the team because honestly, I feel nervous sometimes speaking by myself about myself, mm-hmm. and I just get awkward. So, <laughs> yeah, but Nelly, you're just awkward in general. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm an awkward person. I'm always awkward, and anyone who knows me, and when even right now, you know, you can see mm-hmm. that. I'm I'm awkward. So <laughs> But look at it this way. There's always gotta be a first time and from there it can only get better. Yeah, well, for, for almost everything. Yeah. But, but I mean like whatever. No, but that, them them some big moves you're doing by Nelly. That's definitely. I, I, I glad to hear that's hell. 
And yeah. they know again. This is the reason for the link up. This yeah. is the I I did not know that. I did not know you was doing all this. Yeah, man. Provides an opportunity for some people to link back up, exchange ideas, mm-hmm. hear what's going on in people's lives, and realize that yo Nelly doing some dope shit. Yeah, this thing. I and now now I'm gonna look forward to it. I want to <laughs> see what what especially with the comic the the, the comic strip and the late night show. I want to mm-hmm. see what what you gonna do with that. I find out a very interesting something as well. 2018 and I, and is a year. I, you definitely got to continue yeah. because like that that, that would have been more. Question, you know, like if you before you elaborated on it, I was yeah. going to ask you if you was doing anything like outside of the film, if yeah. you tackling any <laughs> other mediums and stuff like. But I mean, well, what specifically got you interested? Because you spoke a little bit about some theater stuff, like yeah, I, that's something that I didn't necessarily I, or picture N- Nelly being associated with, or I at least I didn't know about that side. You you guys <clears throat> never um, like I know saw my pictures you. in my first play that I did here in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh, no, that you mentioned you, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a, yeah, I think it's making I, a little I, more sense. Yeah, the, true. The, so I'm not basically only a guy that's like behind of the cameras or writing. Uh, I first started off as an actor in St. Martin. Mm-hmm. And I did all of this because uh, um, my personality back in St. Martin, I was really quiet. I didn't like to talk a lot. And I didn't know how to interact with people Really, you know? I mean, I, I've known you for quite some time from since elementary school mm. and stuff. To see the evolution of and the growth of Nelly has definitely been an interesting journey and stuff. Bye. You know, it's true. So it that's why true. I started acting. You know, to to come out of your shell, yeah, a to, bit. to to come out my to come out of out of my shell to learn how to articulate myself and speak better, and also to try to be more sociable because. I, I find it hard for me to talk with people and socialize with people without getting nervous or without, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, stumbling over my words or not pronouncing a word correctly. But when I'm by myself or when I'm writing, it's, it's like, like perfect, you know, I'm yeah. writing, I'm articulating myself so well. And, and, and when I'm acting, man. yeah. So I'm not oh, over, like, I feel like we all deal with that to some degree. Some people cope with it a little better than others, mm-hmm. but we all feel it, I feel, I think. Yeah, it's least. the same thing <laughs> with me and, and talking on this podcast. I mean, I'm not a person to be talking behind a mic. What the hell are you doing behind a mic? <laughs> After a while, it's just like, yeah, man, you just got to get used to it. And, it and took me a long time it. before I started liking the sound of my voice. I don't know if y'all could tell from the amount that I seem to be talking in these <laughs> recent podcasts, like... It took me a while to get to this point where I like the sound of my voice. And my, I for, don't know. For me, I still don't like the sound of my voice. I just it's talk odd. a lot of shit. I can't do nothing. I mean, so I learn how to. For me, it's just, I just talk. It's you use it for the purpose. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's yeah, purely <laughs> functional. But, it's awesome. But I mean, is there, other, any other, is there anything else? Or did um, we cover it all? Aside from the, the, we were talking about the theater stuff, you know, the acting and coming out of the shell and, mm-hmm. um, so I guess, like, what would be your aspirations? I guess with theater specifically, or like, it, I know you see you, you talk about enjoying the directing and the executive kind of producing process of like being behind the scenes. But so acting is basically also a passion as well, or something you would want to pursue further, or it's just like acting is two things for me. Acting personal is growth. is uh, a passion, and acting is therapeutic to me. Acting gives me uh, the ability to express myself that I would like to do when no one is around. And also it helps me cope with um, my insecurities and the way how I present myself. So I can act as someone else. Okay, but wait, wait, wait. Um, You're going into some potentially deep topic. (laughs) If we start exploring (laughs) them and stuff like that. I was ready to just ask a question because it's a little bit contradictory because Mm. if you... 
if you using act, um acting as a as a tool for your insecurities yes how does isn't that kind of running away from it because you're not acting as you're not being you you're being somebody else mm-hmm. so you practically just escaping into another world so isn't that kind of like counterproductive not, yeah mm, maybe it might be counterproductive I, I, I can understand what you say yeah. is a, is a release yeah if yeah. I can understand what you say as a release but as to say that is is therapeutic it's it's therapeutic in a sense because I I get to I get to really be comfortable in my own element and I and I let people see you know me without my walls without my barriers when I'm acting it's like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sound good I'm not trying to sound bad I'm just trying to be this character and when I'm just trying to be this character I feel I feel free Like right now I don't feel free. Right now I feel like I have to explain what I really mean and no, you know. No, you, you fucking have to because it's Exactly. Because I, but, but no, and but it's I, pressure for me. Yeah? You yeah. find you find so? Yeah, it's 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 pressure for me all the time when I'm talking with people. It's pressure for me when I'm in a relationship. It's pressure for but, me. But that's because you feel like you can't be yourself normally? No, it, it it's not that I can't be myself. However, it just feels like um Like how how you mean pressure? Like what 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 you to be feeling? Like like you have to say the right thing, or you have to please everybody, or you have to make people laugh, or like what? The pressure comes from not knowing how to interact. Because that's, that's strange. Because you're a man that that is, <laughs> does build a lot of international people. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I would think that's normal. Like especially if you be around different cultures, you'll be around different people. Yeah. So I would assume I would assume that you actually would be comfortable comfortable with people. I am comfortable with people but I'm not certainly comfortable with myself because I'm not where I want to be in life and I'm not where I want to be with all the dreams and my goals. Ah, you, 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 exactly. you, that, that's a different something man. You just holding yourself a little bit you you being a little too hard on yourself. Yo dog. They got people that has a lot worse off than we imagine. But I mean worse off. I mean I'm talking about like financially not like that. I just mean like where the aspirations is in life. Mm-hmm. If you have to go back and see all the things you accomplished or even the things that you fail The thing, the, the fact that you had the opportunity to try it at least, mm-hmm. that, that's already a win, Jack. Because that you have that experience now, and that experience a lot of people don't have. <clears throat> you see, in conversations like this, I don't have, so it doesn't give me a sense of relief. But when I have conversations like this, I used to have it with my parents. So I used to tell them, uh, "Hey, this is what happened in school. This uh, is what happened." So you was more and then I would, uh, yeah, okay, and then I could okay, go okay, back, okay, okay, and then okay. I can go back to school being comfortable and. And um, comfortable with myself, but like, now I don't have that. Now I'm by myself, and I'm in Breda all the time. I can't go and talk about my insecurities. I can't go and talk about what fail or anything like that because <laughs> you see, back, yeah. back to our original what we are talking about in the beginning of this podcast. You can't think too much. You sound like a bitch. <laughs> If you talk about express your feelings too much, you mm-hmm. sound like a little girl, and 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 that have to stop. That stigma yeah. has to stop. I I feel like we should have Nelly back on this thing to read, to really delve into these topics. I feel yeah, like yeah, I got some other questions for you, love. But like it, the, it, the, the way this conversation going, mm. I feel like we we really gonna go into so basically like a a therapy yeah, session. Yeah, itself. yeah, Like that's what we getting into, and I, I'm yeah. not opposed to going into that kind of the topic. But I mean, we already been going for an hour and thirteen minutes, so like <laughs> we kind of exceeded our, our intended limitations already. Okay. So I feel like you know we should start wrapping up. Not for. 
not wanting to continue the conversation obviously just like, just just for our, our listeners you know they, they yeah. still they're still new into this podcast thing so we tr- we're not trying to torture them too much yeah. you know we ain't trying to make it too intimidating <laughs> yeah. for them you know i, I imagine it always already probably I a daunting thing I to face some good laughs this episode though Bo <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like it's definitely some good conversation i think we got some stuff to potentially follow up on you know for the next time like we have nelly up here to continue this conversation and yeah like all all the stuff that you have in the works it definitely sounds interesting i don't know if you want to leave the people know your social medias and stuff like that so they could follow all your projects and stuff yo tell them with the family on instagram facebook whatever you have the youtube page so they could follow the shows and everything um on facebook is the student late show uh also for the hip hop documentary it's the dutch hip hop documentary on youtube it's student late show on instagram it's student late show and for the hip hop documentary on instagram it's hip the dutch hip hop documentary okay, okay. okay. So that's all the official projects you you don't care if they necessarily follow you per your personal pages or whatever I you don't can know. find me on nelly blaze on facebook you can also find me on twitter uh nelly blaze tv you can find me on youtube nelly blaze tv as well i'm kidding i'm kidding yeah. that's people maybe you know interested in your views and your mm-hmm. opinions and stuff and just f- basically be into what it is you're doing as a whole so you know they may be interested in the person behind all the projects and stuff like that may want to stay up to date basically so yeah yeah everybody with that being said um like always if y'all Got any topics y'all want us to talk about? Anybody specific you want us to bring on the show? Let us know in the comments. Don't forget to like and share. Subscribe. Not only this, subscribe as well. Not only this episode, but check all the other, uh, the past, the previous episode, the previous ten. Yeah, yeah we you had know? eleven now. Yes, you know, yes, we're making yes, progress. Yeah. We're doing a a progress is progress, no matter how small. So you know, again, like, share, comment, leave us know what you think. We like to thank Nelly again for coming on the show. No, thank you guys for having me and uh, breaking me down. <laughs> that, that's a little suspect, but uh, Bye, yeah. we <laughs> we gonna take it we gonna take it out of positive light this time. Mm-hmm. But you know, it could be one. It ain't gonna be the last time you're up here. God's spare. And Mr. King, you wanna play us out? Yeah, man. You know, with that, we'll see you the next time we link up. Blessings, everybody. Done. Now.